Hello everybody and welcome back to 20 Something's Failing at Nothing, Season 3, Episode 5. I do this, I don't know, it is Episode 5. It's 5, we can't episode keep talking five. about it. Episode 5, how are we today? We are wonderful. Are <laughs> you feeling overstimulated? I'm feeling overstimulated. <laughs> I think I just need a bit of a minute to calm down. Oh, so, we have a first guest of the season. It is first guest of the season. What a luxury what for you. What a luxury, Harry. Yeah, I'm a winner. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> yeah, talking about me. We are talking about you. This is all about you. How do you think you're going to feel listening to your own voice back for like... 40 minutes. I probably won't listen. You won't listen? I don't know. It's a bit weird. <laughs> but I say that every voice note I send, I listen to the whole thing. Before you send it? No, I send it and then I and listen, listen to it back. So I probably yeah, will I do listen that. to this. I thought that was weird. Is that not, do you all do that? I do it. My ex never used to. I I don't. You don't? I do. I sent a four minute voice note the other day. I've not even got time to fist in my own voice. Yeah, but I just like, I don't even think it's because I said something bad. I think I just want to listen to how it sounds to the other person. Like, is that weird? I think, that's, I think a, that's what I do. So yeah, maybe yeah. I want to listen to this. Do you know what though? I only do it actually if I'm talking to a guy. Like if I'm talking to like the girls or whatever or a friend, I yeah. don't think about it because I'm like, oh, who gives a fuck? Only in a romantic. If I'm setting. talking to someone, I'm like, oh my god, I have to listen to that back. Did my voice sound good enough to do this? But I definitely realise that I put on a bit of a phone voice. Mm. No, because I've got time to delete. Because everyone does that thing, don't they? When you're like talking to someone, you never reply straight away. No. I don't know. Do you? No. no, you've got to leave it like a little bit of time. Yeah. When I was yeah. younger, I used to double it. Double the time it took them to reply. Yeah, but then you end up going in two weeks. Yeah, I was like 12, it's fine. What is the rule now? I don't know what the rule is now. I don't, I definitely Is there a time limit? Do you have a time limit? I try and like not play games and do it like whenever I want, but then it just makes me look super, super keen. That's what I Because I am always on my phone. I'd just like to flag that you didn't reply to my message for six hours this day. I was sad and hung up. And it didn't need, it didn't like need a reply it like did. straight I away. I thought you were bailing. I double texted you. You did. Mm. And then I felt bad. I was like, oh, she didn't The same text. Mm. You said no. the same text twice. <laughs> Sorry, last one didn't sound. Uh, no, what was it? No, was I like... just, I just added like a count offer. I was like, what time do you want to come tomorrow? And then he ignored it for six hours. Then I was like, oh, yeah, if she you did, still want. In, in between this, she texted me. <laughs> saying, oh. I'm no, because you... from Harry. Listen. <laughs> I was sad and hungry about <laughs> Our listeners need consistency, okay, Harry? And yeah. we need to record on a Sunday. Uh-huh. This pod has taught me that like we're a little, slightly bit psycho about things. Are we? Yeah, I think so. Because in normal, like, it will get to the point. We do it to each other. If we don't reply quick enough, we're like, oi. Yeah. Or like, I'll text your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text your mum and be like, um, have you seen Megan today? <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's upstairs. I'm like, oh, is she? <laughs> is she upstairs? <laughs> it's because, right, we've set ourselves an expectation, I think. Yeah. And to be fair, we're nearly a year in and we haven't missed a week that we've not that we've planned to record. Like we've yeah. had breaks, but we haven't missed That's a week. That's mental. So you start like you <laughs> feel like you have to. No, you feel like you have to. No, you feel like you have to, but you want to. Yeah, I want to. But also, no, but in terms of like just generally, like I think our group of friends, we all reply quite quickly, and if someone doesn't, you'll at them and be like, uh, excuse me, are you gonna reply? Or yeah. like, you'll text someone else and be like, it's, I used to do it all the time, didn't I? I used to be like, um, do you think so-and-so's annoyed at me because they haven't replied to me? And they can be like, no, I'll message them to make sure. And then I get a text back being like, they're not annoyed at you, they were just sleeping. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. Yeah, you call them five times and they're like, please yeah. can you leave me. <laughs> but then when it comes to like a dating situation or like a talking situation, I'm like, I'm going to look at it. They'll see I'm online as well. But I'm like, I'm looking at it, put the phone away. Like, yeah, I talk to I'll you. leave it like two yeah. hours at least I don't even sometimes. care if you don't reply. But then if they don't reply for a couple of hours, I'm like, the what's that, the reason? The thing that I hate is... When I'm like talking to someone, the 
a serotonin that's released from my brain when I see them text me. Yeah, Someone that? I've never even fucking met. <laughs> Can I swear on this? Yeah, of course. Mm. Someone I've never even fucking met. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, like, yeah, like so you actually wild. feel you actually feel something when they reply, isn't that yeah. so weird? But then when, and then they, when they don't, stop, it's like it hurts you. And you're checking your phone. You're like, yeah. But do but you I think, think that's like, of the whole ghosting thing? Like I've been ghosted quite a lot of times, mm. as have most people. So you think? Hey, my last yeah. ghost. It was the day of the day. It was Saturday. Oh. In the morning, text me. You're gonna hate me. I feel really ill. I'm not gonna be able to do tonight. I sent a voice note. We've sent a couple of voice notes. Before, yeah. I sent a voice note like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm really hungover. Don't hate you." I was there, like, oh, "I'm free on Monday. If you want to, if you could do Monday, yeah. The rest of the week, I'm really busy." Ed, no. We've been speaking for over a month. Oh my god. <gasps> speaking for over a month. He was on holiday. He came back from holiday, being there, like, "Oh, we should um, hang out. Let me take you out for a beer." And mm-hmm. then yeah, Ed on the day. No yeah. way. And then since yeah. then, I'm just like, "Oh, fuck it." It's an. Yeah. I got. I got strung along one. He was. An, he was. Well, he seemed like a nice guy. Six months we were talking. Before meeting, we never met, <gasps> and he, yeah, it was really weird. See, this and is he, like catfish vibes, though. Like, yeah, yeah. someone yeah. called so me. We spoke for <laughs> like six me. months. You know, the guy God does catfish. catfish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> yeah, he's called Neve. Really? Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know too many Neves. <laughs> I know one. And we were talking, and then I said to him, like a couple of months in, I was like, "Are we gonna meet?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, just like." Things have been busy, like I know I need to, blah, 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 whatever. So I was like, fine. He, I was like, I don't feel like you need to keep talking to me if you're not into this. And he was like, um, oh, my whole thing is just clipped. <laughs> and he, um, we got to about the six month mark and the vibe had changed and I knew, but I was like, I wanted him to say something. And he had written a whole paragraph in his notes and sent me the file being like, this is how I feel. Oh, Basically so ending deep. it. Yeah. And I was like, I did six months of that and still never, not even a coffee. That's so yeah. messed up. Or a phone call. I don't know what was wrong with me. And I'd love to tell you this was ages ago. Probably a year. Was he fit? Yeah, but it was when it was the last the last Love Island, that's when it happened. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was on an island alone. <laughs> I think that I think that it's really like over scheduled though. Like now going on a date has become like a huge thing, especially if you've been talking to someone and not met them. Like, wouldn't yeah. it just be nice? Let's you meet for an hour, grab a coffee, see how that goes. I think it really depends who you're talking to, though, and, what and how you're approaching there. dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the he- personally, I think that's the healthiest way to go about it. Like, if I start talking to someone on Hinge, I don't like to talk to them for more than like three days because I'm there, like, I'd rather just not well, get it over with. But three days. Yeah, <gasps> me and my ex. Oh my God, me, what? Yeah, me and my ex, we spoke for. One evening and one whole day, and then the following evening we went for a drink. Because it's nice because you you turn up, and I'm not going to be disappointed because I've not got much expectation. Mm-hmm. I just turn yeah. up, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm Harry. This is like, tell me about you," and like vice versa. Because then you don't have these huge expectations. Yeah, it might be shit, but I think it's a more organic way. It's like meeting someone at a bar. Yeah. You don't know them before you're at yeah. the bar. That's you literally... a much better way. I'd just be petrified. But you literally yeah, use the app as your like way to meet them. Mm. Rather than your yeah. way to get to know them. Yeah, because uh, people have so different over message. Mm. 100%. And you have this whole waiting game, and like, is, is he going to reply? Should I like, yeah, like wait I'll... double the time? Like, that doesn't need to happen <laughs> if you're sat opposite someone with a beer. Like, no. <laughs> and also, then it's just like you can draw a line on it straight away. If you're not into yeah. it, they're not, not into work. it, you can just be like, no. It's Two not. drinks, Steve. I'm, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go home. Yeah, like, this has been great, but see you never. Yeah. It's fine. 
Mm. Oh my god, I need to be more like this, guys. Be more Harry. Oh, uh, air freshener just went off. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to be more like Harry. I yeah. definitely, I'm petrified of going on dates. Mm. It actually scares me. The fear of meeting a stranger and having to spend time with them, even if I really like them, I'm still like... <gasps> what scares you about <laughs> I just ate all of the air freshener. <laughs> oh, that tastes awful. <laughs> what scares you about it? Because I think I'd be scared that they were going to like kidnap me no not even that. i don't think i'd be what? scared of not liking them because you'd just be like i think i'd probably worry more about like what if they're gonna like me if it they, sounds like really sad and if, they, no, 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 if they're not you know gonna I mean? like you. yeah oh yeah that's what i try and psych myself up thinking because i do the exact same mm. and they're like i'm not worried if they don't like me i'm like like what well, i hope i like them like that's the way you should yeah. go into a day like oh i hope i like them not like i hope they like me because i do the same yeah but like so why is that thing like, if they don't <laughs> I mean, like, self-esteem really, is yeah. so low <laughs> but equally like even if they didn't like me, it's say if you were meeting up after a day or a couple of yeah. days, well, I didn't even know you existed a few days yeah, ago. Yes, so it doesn't matter. But then it still matters. Because it goes back to the whole like serotonin thing of like, it's really massive. And it's, if, you ke- if you keep dating and people oh. keep, you feel like people keep not liking you, then it's like, is it me? But it's actually probably just not meeting the right people. Like, you've not met the right it's person. It's so hard. How do you think you'd be? Like, because oh, you've terrible. been in a relationship for a long time. Terrible. And, like, the whole like, online dating, like, meeting up thing. Do you think you'd be like a couple of days let's meet up or do you think you'd want to string out talking for a little bit longer i honestly have such a nice time with my friends mm-hmm. basically doing nothing <laughs> i think i'd really struggle to find time to date because probably always something i'd rather do that's my issue yeah like i'd rather probably just go to tea with my friend <clears throat> yeah. i don't i don't like people <laughs> full stop it's full stop <laughs> like, i don't like people i don't there's no, there's maybe it's because I am with someone, but like, I really rarely yeah. meet people that like blow me away. Mm. And when I do, I'm thinking like, oh my god, I would love this friend to be going out with that person. Yeah. I've met people since I've been with someone that I'm like, my thought isn't like, my thought is that oh my god, you're an amazing person, but it's like I wish one of, like, I'd love for one of my friends to be going out with you. Like you're so nice, you're so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, but that doesn't happen very often. I think it's so hard to meet people. We had this conversation the other day, actually, we were having a cup of tea, and I was saying, like, I can't remember, like, the last time I met someone, and you you just feel, like, all of those feelings for them. You're like, oh, my Mm. God. Like, who knows, could change soon. (laughs) (laughs) If you're (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, when you're like, because I think online dating, this is especially with online dating, because it's so, the turnover's so high, it's so disposable. There's always one else. There's never time to, like, have those amazing feelings that you get. Mm. Like, I remember being a teenager at school and really fancying people. Mm. Like, couldn't stop thinking about them. There's one boy who was off school after I told him I didn't want to be his girlfriend, even though I did, I just panicked and said no. And he was off the next day, and I thought it was because of me. He just had tonsillitis. <laughs> but, like, I was devastated about yeah. that thing. I haven't felt like that in ages. Mm, I have, but it's not healthy. I feel oh, like that. Feel like I feel like that about people that I haven't met, or people. But I think that's more of a reflection of where I am feeling about myself in that time. Hundred So there was a time where I was really unhappy with my job. I just like wasn't in a great place. And I was like, right, I need something new in my life. So I was like, I'm going to date. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel really bad about myself. Let's just put myself out there. Yeah, Do you know what they... And it was the first time I dated since me and my ex broke up. Mm-hmm. And I put so much in this basket for a boy that looked exactly like my ex, which is <gasps> so dumb. Really? Like, genuinely, I look back at the picture and I'm like, that's... It's quite weird how similar they dress, how similar they look. It's bizarre. Did you see it at the time? Totally I nice. really tried to ignore it. Yeah. Did you just think I was it was like, your type? I was, yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's so hot. And I was like, no, he just looks exactly like Jacob. Anyway, so we went on a day, and then 
we, we went on a date, the date went well, we kissed, like goodbye, and then it ended up not being anything, but I was obsessed. Right. Like, I could have cried at one point at work because I was saying to my friend, I was like, oh my god, he's not texting me back. And it's so, like, I put so much in this person because I just wasn't happy with myself, and I was like, that's not yeah. healthy. But then like, I don't think that that's, like, do you think that that's naturally how you'd react to, like, a romantic side of things, or do you think that you're filling the wrong void with the romantic side? Filling the wrong void, yeah, Because sure. I think like, if you were yeah. totally, like, up there with yourself, and, like, no one's confident all the time, but I think if yeah. you got yourself into, like, a good place, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't be heartbroken over one date that didn't exactly. turn out. Exactly. Exactly, because, like, you stand back and you're like, Harry, just get bloody contacts. Like, it's not that big a deal, but then, like, you can't help your brain, like, when you're in the shower and you're just thinking about a boy that you've met once. Yeah. And, like, what? when you're feeling shit already and then somebody's not, like, reciprocating, mm-hmm. you're like, well, they don't need, I don't like me, they don't like me, don't like, like me. we all yeah. don't like me. Yeah. Got one thing in common. I'm working, sorry. So, yeah. Oh, I don't think I'll ever figure out the dating game. I it think, is an actual game as well. No, I think I it's con- the message, contemporary yeah. dating game is all wrong. It's ridiculous. All wrong. Mm. But I think it will wear thin. I actually do. But I just don't know if people know how to socialise in the same way in person anymore. Like, going up to people I mean, at a bar. It's not that serious. It's not that serious Shoot yet. The shot. But in the minute, like it is, I'm petrified to like, just go up to someone and be like, hey. Oh, even thinking about Even role-playing it right now, I feel nervous about it. Yeah, what do you say? What, was, like, what would you want someone to say to you if they were going to come up to you in a bar? I've never had that happen in my life. What, no one's come up to you and been like, I really do like you. Do you only online date? Like, is it always through apps? Mm. Do people ever set you up? No. Would you like that? No. No. I could I'm never. I think have I been on any dates? I've been on a date like from a friend of a friend that I've met at a party. That was probably one of the most organic ones. Was it? Then nice? there's been people in jobs where I've like gone for drinks and whatever, mm-hmm. which I would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shit where you eat kids. <laughs> yeah, no, that is literally that's so true. Um, yeah, but no, most dates that I've gone on. Yeah, I think most people I've slept with as well has always been through an apps. app. Yeah. Yeah. What Weird. would you want someone to say to you, though, if they were going to walk up to you in a bar? Like, actually, what would you want? Because if somebody walked up to me and was like, I really like you, I'd be like, oh, Generally, just like, hi, to start with, it's quite nice. Yeah, I just want them to make me laugh. Just yeah. No matter what you do, what you say, if I find you funny, great. So yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want someone to come up and be like, oh, so, like, and not be funny. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, why are you talking to me? But then what would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not I'm it. I'm done like, with this conversation. Yeah, I haven't laughed. <laughs> but can you open with a joke? Yeah. Can you? Of course you can. Like, hello, can I tell you a joke? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Megan, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm really easy to win over. <laughs> hello, can I tell you a joke? <laughs> I go for it. <laughs> I told someone at the park the other day that was really embarrassing, actually. He had this really cool dog, but he was quite cool. Mm. But he had a really cool dog, and he was on his own with his dog, but the dog was like a horse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, that's the coolest dog I've ever seen. And then I was like stroking this dog, and I was like, oh my god, I love you so much. And this man was just like, look at me being obsessed with this dog. It was the most <laughs> awkward encounter ever. And I honestly, the person did not matter to me at all. Like, it was all about the dog. But I just thought, yeah, I've got no hope. No. But then that's how some people, like, meet people, on a dog walk. I don't think it is. No? No. People do it in films. In films. So it must be real. Do you know anyone that, when, when you go, where did you meet your other half, they said on a dog walk, why did I say No, but I half? want, like, a quirky story, you know? Well, you're going to have to start being more... Quirky. quirky. I'm, not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm that quirky, I leave everyone alone. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just stand here in the corner. <laughs> it's just awful. Because outside of work... I socialise with you guys, like, we drink a lot of tea. Yeah. And then outside of that, it's, like, getting drunk. And then that's my other worry as well, like, it's the whole, like, the whole culture of it. It's, like, a drinking culture. And it's, like, the mm. next day, I'm, like, 
are they going to have remembered me? Like, was it how I thought it was? Like, but do you know what I find or... weird? A lot of the time when people have, when I know people meeting someone in an organic way on a night out or whatever, mm. and then I'm like, did you get their number? And they're like, no. And like, did you give them your number? They're like, no. See, so it's I like always the give meeting happens, but no one gets yeah. any further than the night out. Yeah, but most people give fake numbers. I always give a real number. I just remember I have met someone like organically. <laughs> <laughs> organic is the word of the episode. Well, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was really nice. It was really nice. It was at like a day party rave thing. And he was a like, day party. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was really nice. And we like exchanged Instagrams. It actually turned a bit weird. Not weird, but it was nice. We ch- exchanged Instagrams. And then I went on a date with him. Mm-hmm. And I'd already had three beers with Meg before. Me? Yeah. We went to the pub after work, and I'd already had three beers. Just us? It was me, you, I think Cash was there, and another couple of people. We were at the... Oh, yes, I do remember. I yeah, do remember so I'd already... I hadn't eaten dinner. I'd had three beers before I met him. Because mm-hmm. then when we'd had two beers together, I'd already had five beers. I got so drunk. <laughs> There's basically like a little pub call I do, and then we end up back at mine, and I couldn't remember half the stuff I did. So the next day, I remember waking up, and I was on the tube, like, travelling to get my hair cut, and I was going so red by remembering, like, what... Oh my god, even my flatmate, she was like, Harry, what the fuck happened last night? No. She was like, like, you were making helicopter noises. I was like, what does that even mean? She was like, I don't know, you're having a competition. Helicopter noises. Can you give us a surrender? I actually don't know, I can't do it. But there were all of these things, and then that one moment I was like, sat on him, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I was just like remembering all of this on the way to um, my haircut. And then a few... Months later, like we chat on Instagram or whatever, and then a few months later, I bump into him at a bar, and then I'm like, oh my god, hi, and like, it's it's actually okay. Then he it's invites like... me to his birthday party. Did you go? Yeah, so me and Todd went to his birthday party, and then I walk in, he like makes out with me. It's very bizarre, it was really nice. Did you see him again? No, but I feel like in the summer, if I was to see him, what you were we'd like him? bump into each other at like a bar or at like a event. Maybe he's your husband. I don't think so. Maybe he's your husband. Do you know what? Do you remember when you came to my birthday and you were like, so are any of your gay friends going to be there? I was like, Harry, you are my gay friends. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, thank you. I know. <laughs> we should Gross. probably say, Megan and Harry work together. We do. This is how we know Harry. We do. She's my colleague. <laughs> she is my colleague. I don't like it when you call it. Is that all we are? But you both yeah. work in different departments? We do now. You do now? Yes, we so do. you work do. in... I don't know what bit you work in. Productions? No. no I used to work in production. I just never know. No, it was studio. It was studio, wasn't it? Like studio. It was... Is that how... You, so that's how you two met because you worked in the same department? In the work? same... Building. We didn't work in the same... We were, yeah. We worked... That's so confusing. We worked in the same studio and I did production and Harry did photography. Was it just like friend love at first sight? Actually, yeah. Pretty like, much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember it, it. It took a while for us to Ages. say hi. No, literally months. Really? Oh, did so it? Sad. We weren't friends for like months. After I started, Harry was there first, obviously, and then I I had like three friends for like the first six months I worked. It was six months. Must have been. I literally probably would say like I actually had friends at work when I was moving. Like it was mostly on the lead up to when I was mm. like leaving to go to the other role. Maybe. But not in a, not in it. It's not. So do you guys still get to work together now? Yeah. In the minute we do. That's so fun. Yeah. But not that often. I said this the other day and you did that. Do you feel like we work together all the time? I feel like I feel like the last like two months we've worked together more Quite than we lot. had previously. Mm. It's just because I'm getting more interesting shoots now and Meg's on the more interesting shoots. It's true. Yeah. It's true. true. Yeah. But like, <laughs> the way that it works with my team is that we essentially like 
borrow, mm-hmm. for want of a better word, we borrow photographers from the studio. Like, because uh, they're two okay. different departments, we'll then like ask them if we can have them come and work with us. Right. So it's obviously internal, but it's it's kind of on a rotation. Like, I wouldn't say it's like it takes it in turns, but you, you don't always get to pick, and mm-hmm. it they try and make it fair for the people on the other team. So like I right. can say every time we shoot, and I can be like, oh, can Harry do it? Like it's not up to me. Just the best photographer, hun. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> How long have you been a photographer for? Uh, so I oh. photographer, photographer employed by Harrods or employed to do photography, like three and a half years. Then okay. I studied photography at uni three and years at prior and at college. Yeah. College. May. Oh my god, so on my way here I was looking at my archive from like my Instagram, mm-hmm. like stories and everything from back in 2017 and there was a picture of my first photo shoot I ever did it was hideous <laughs> May, you had hair and cheek it was my friend in my bath with like makeup, wine on the no. side, I like photoshopped the wall to be like all mouldy <laughs> That's so typical as well because I've yeah. seen that photo shoot like a hundred times <laughs> over from students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Moss, who? That yeah. is over. So Did you always know that's what you wanted to do? No, so when I was. My first job that I really wanted to do was marine biologist. Fuck I was like, off. wow. No, I was like, I said, I'm, I'm not. I was really obsessed with like. Marine life and fish. Mm-hmm. Is it because you live in the coast? You used to live in the coast. In Partly. the coast. In the co- inside <laughs> of the coast. It is in on the coast. The coast. <laughs> Partly, I think. Yeah, we always. I always like to go somewhere like be on the water and stuff. And I was really into diving, so I did like my diving course. Did you? Oh yeah. my god, you were so much more interesting than you make out. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Where did you do your diving course? In Devon. No, in Spain. Oh. Oh, Harry. I know. So I went to Spain. Where did you do your diving course, Abs? so yeah originally that was it it was like marine biologist I thought was great loved the environment all that stuff do you still love the environment not as much no (laughs) it's very good I love it less (laughs) and then I wanted to do architecture I thought that would be a sick job seven years at uni seven years at uni and a lot of maths so I was like no and then I was like oh maybe marine photography really cool really cool but very niche very expensive Mm. Equipment. Like, yeah, it was just a bit unachievable. And then I was like, okay, let's look at photography. And then... God, you went, you really went through it. You did. To be honest. Yeah, but this is like all before I had... It's like years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. this is like super young to, okay, I don't know if you can make a few decisions. And you right. want to actually get a job that you can, you feel like you're going to be able to tangible. get. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, when I was at college, I did photography and art. And then, yeah, I moved to London, did... Can you draw? No. Can, oh. you, can you paint? I'm not like Neve. Like, so we've got a friend, Neve, who is one of these, like, massive all-rounder creatives. She's insane. Yes, yeah, she like, can do everything. She can paint, she can draw, she does photography, she does pottery. pottery. Wow. She can probably sing and dance, which is like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like Give us a song. Yeah, no, she's honestly great. I'm not like that. Like, but I, I think if you said, can you draw something, I'd give it a good go. You could, you could it, it would be, like, you could understand what it might be. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to love drawing. So I always oh. had, like, that kind of vein of, like, wanting you to do something that creative. You knew like that. Mm. And when I was at school, like those were like the projects that I'd get really involved in and like more excited about. Yeah, but, like really resonate. Yeah. I think it's good that like sometimes people get pushed away from it. A lot of the mm. time, I think in school you get pushed away from it. Oh, but yeah. if you know, like I was the same. Like I knew what I enjoyed doing. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew what I liked and I knew what I found fucking boring. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like sometimes people get like steered in the other direction, especially if you can do it. Mm. So I could do the other stuff. I just didn't want to. Yeah. And I think like. 
it, it's weird now working in a creative field. You seem to be with all the people that got to stick at what they like doing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's so many people that I know that they're like, I wish I did. Yeah, yeah it's a really definitely. interesting conversation as well saying that because it's like you forget that, especially in the workplace where we work or where you mm -hmm. used to work, I feel like a lot of us forget that what we're doing Monday to Friday was what our dream. Like, Oh my God, 100%. I'm studied fashion photography and I'm working as a photographer Monday to Friday for one of the biggest brands ever. Yeah. Like, Literally yeah, ever. That yeah. is sick. But like, it's so easy to forget that because it is your nine to five. It is your job. Yeah. It is what you wake up and... And like naturally you have your frustrations yeah. with it because it's your full-time work. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think the majority of us let it slide that you're like, shit, this was actually what I was working for. Yeah. And it's like when we have conversations like this, it's like, oh, what did you do at school, college and uni? Mm -hmm. It was photography because that was my dream. Yeah, and now and you're doing it. Like, it should get... still be. Like, yeah. yeah. But it does, it changes because like you said, like it becomes your, it, you surround yourself with the rose, it goes from being a hobby or the thing you're working towards, yeah. to working into it. Yeah. You forget how exciting it can be. And it's those little moments where you're like, this is so cool. Like, yeah, it's actually mm. Whereas I probably did the opposite. I started going towards something creative and my whole career changed. Yeah. Later on. I'm but then I did. drama kid. Were you? Yeah. How can, now, you, can you not tell? I was just hoping to see it. Yeah. <laughs> did my whole degree yeah. and everything. But then I guess there wasn't like necessarily just a place I could go and do that, I suppose. No. Or a, I, I mean, I could have been a drama teacher or something like that, I suppose. But. Yeah, now kind of gone completely the other way. So to quite an academic field, I'd say. Yeah, like yeah. I do mentor and counselling, so it's just like getting into people's brains. But then I guess it's still like I mean, with acting or anything, you're sort of analysing people. It's all that. I think as well, yeah. like that. You know, so weird. But I have my part to be creative on now. Exactly. <laughs> I saw this Sims analogy the other day. Like the game of Sims. The game of Sims, yeah. and it literally, you know, when something you're just like, shit, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Like, for us, say, if we're doing a shoot, mm. uh, say, if it was fashion, but it's in an environment, you're, like, creating that environment, it's, that model in that outfit becomes, like, a character to you, yeah. and you're, like, how does this person live, and that's how you pick the furniture and the light and everything yeah. like that, and then I was just, like, this is so weird, because I've never thought about myself as that person, mm -hmm. this girl, in the Times, is basically in saying... Times, that's what we say instead of... Um, because we see everything on TikTok, so now um, we read we it. We said too much, so you just said just read it in the Times. Read it oh, in the Times. okay, cool. Then we just sound like cool. really like, <laughs> cool. smart and wisdomous. But this girl was saying, like. <laughs> in the Times. <laughs> do we even have the Times in the country? I don't know. The Times? Is it the newspaper? English yes. or American? You got the New York Times. Yeah, I think everyone has the Times. Don't their we own. have the Times? We have the Times. Yeah, the. Yeah, we just do. We have We've got the sun. Read it in the sun. It's definitely real. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok is more intelligent than the sun. <laughs> but this girl was saying, like, I thought of myself as that, like, character. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I made myself aware of the attributes that I would want to give myself if I was in control. Okay. And then I made myself in control. She was like, my life's completely changed. Wow. So she was just like... Not she the, thought of herself as a sin. Essentially, yeah. Oh she God, she was like unhappy with her life, and she didn't. She wasn't saying like treat yourself like a character, but she was like look at yourself and what you want for yourself and how you want to be perceived, mm. and then like make that your purpose. Right. Hate right. it. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. I just no, but I think never it... have thought to because I feel like last week and stuff we've spoken a lot about the whole like it's just not that serious. Yeah, it's good for the plot. Like, these are the new things we're saying. Okay. So we're not really. We're trying whatever, to. We're trying, but it, do you know what? 
actually with the whole it's not that serious thing has worked quite well for us I yeah think. i think it has. we've implemented it into our dialogue mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks we'll talk about things and we're like you know what it's just not that serious and it is true it's just it's not true. that serious like you fucking need to start thinking about that actually. i do it it's my, not that serious yeah it's actually not it's not no, it's, it's not that deep. serious and it's so like think less think less do more the main character mm. energy is like what you just need to let go of sometimes and just be like let, no one cares about this except for me and like the only reason you care sometimes is because you think other people do yeah but you're the only one that's going around in like the little Spin hamster wheel yeah but do you know what as well I've realised lately mm-hmm. it's taken me 25 years <laughs> step back from it for a minute I always yeah. act on my emotions especially with like work stuff it's been really beneficial for me yeah. it's just like when you're venting and you get so cut up about it all, like, just give it a minute and then act when you can be, like, rational. rational. There's always time. Like, even if there feels like there isn't, and most of the time, there's always time. Like, so you can you step like away from a conversation if you of want course, to and say, like, yeah. I'm actually not ready to have this yeah, right now. Like, 100%. And people just have to learn to... It's a boundary, isn't it? It's respecting that boundary. And just yeah. Being like, it's not that I'm still feeling the same anger or emotion towards that situation, but I'm going to step back, figure out what I want to say. Because how many times do we have a conversation with someone come away from it and go, I should have said this. Yeah. I should have said oh that. Every I didn't time. actually say yeah. how I felt. And then we go and say it to our friends. Our friends can make us rationalise it with us, but it doesn't solve the situation. Mm. So it's like taking a step back and then it's like a concession. Yeah, like, I <laughs> The way we're sat as well, we're like, mm. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it is. And like, I say to everyone, like, write it down. Write down how you're feeling. Yeah. Because then at least you can, it's like that Sims thing. You're seeing it from a different perspective. If oh, you like the Sims thing now? I can use it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when, it's a tool. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a tool. But when you can write something down, if I gave that to you in a year's time, you wouldn't remember that that was you necessarily. Can I tell like, you something so, so interesting? Please. Well, actually, maybe that was a bit dramatic. Because the main character. <laughs> Let's hope it's interesting. So, I, you know, I said, like, I always try and journal and I never get into it. Yes. So, um, no, don't get into it. Oh, my God. But at the beginning of the year, like... I guess some quite unexpected events occurred. Yeah, definitely. And I tried it then, again, did it twice, stopped. But I was clearing out yesterday and I looked at what I'd written mm. and I was really, really, really triggered at that point. I hadn't slept very much. I was really upset, like really just like shocked and like thrown off my yeah. wagon. That's not saying, but it is. Thrown off the wagon. Thrown off yeah. the wagon. Yeah. And I read through this list of things. I'd written a list of things that I was finding triggering at the time and like that I wasn't really coping with. And I read through the list. There was only like four or five things. None of them. I was like, I don't know if this is a bit too well, You don't feel any of them, is that what you I mean? I don't feel any of them. So I was really, really triggered by... Basically, my dad wasn't very well yeah. for, for a short period of time. But I was really triggered by my mum's phone ringing. Mm-hmm. Not thought about it once. Like, mm-hmm. Literally, when I read that, I was like, oh my God, I remember I feeling like that. that. I completely yeah. forgot. I was... Checking up on people in the night. Mm-hmm. Like, I was waking up and checking everyone was okay in the night. Oh, bless you. Like, again, sleep like a log. Mm-hmm. Don't wake up at all. Couldn't get to sleep. Was really like, um, what's the word? I was like catastrophizing a lot of things. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. How weird is it though to like look back and let like, none of that counts? Yeah, that's the thing that I found really good about writing a diary. I don't do it anymore, but I do write things down, like say if something has happened or mm. I need a conversation with my brother, I write it in my notes. I had a time where I read back on my diary when I was coming out when I was younger mm-hmm. and about stuff that I would feel and thoughts that I had. Wow. What, well, as that. an adult? Like, as a... So, yeah, I wrote it when I was, like, 15. Because oh, I, I was journaling, because I was, like, so So were you confused. writing this before you came out, or is it kind of all around but, that so time? So it was around that time. So basically, I had a lot of um, family drama happen 
between, God, how old was I? Between the ages of about 13 to, till I left home, so from 13 to 19, I kind of right. had a diary. So originally I was talking about like family stuff that was going on and then the vein of, I'm a bit confused with who I am, that yeah. like turns up. And I was oh, writing down like how miserable I was, like not in a dramatic way, but I was really sad, I was really yeah. confused. But looking back now, like what you did with your list of stuff that triggered you, I look back and I'm there like, so not that person anymore. Yeah. And it's really nice to just gain perspective on like yeah. the things that you were thinking to the things that you think now, how you feel now, and things and will what, change. And you what you thought your life at 25 would be like yeah. versus like when you were 15, what you thought it was going to be like versus how it actually is. Mm. Like completely Especially different. when you're like an unhappy teenager, you can't see people would say, oh, everything will be okay. You you're dealing that. with all of this stuff, 100%. especially if it's things that you're not ready to talk about yet, or you're yeah. like you said, you know, trying to figure yourself out. Yeah. You 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 look at the future and you're like, well, how is this ever going to change? How is this ever going to get better? Mm-hmm. But then being able to look back, it's not just the conversation of like, oh, when I was 15, I think I felt like this. Like you see exactly what 15 yeah. year old Harry was going through, and you're like, fuck, this is so it's, different. It's mental because what you just said, like, I remember when I was younger, I had like some friend issues at school, and I remember it clear as clear. So I was having like friend issues at school and I was speaking to my dad about it. <clears throat> and it was my world. Like when you're mm. 14, like what, what is your world? Else. There's, There's school, else. school and school. Yeah. And, fr- and that, that is your world that encompasses you. Yeah. And I was having issues at school and he was there like, hey, in five years time, you're going to look back and not even remember. It doesn't matter. And I remember thinking when I have a kid, I'm never going to say that to them because mm-hmm. that is their world at the moment. I'm like, yeah, maybe in five years' time you are right, but that doesn't help me right now. It's invalidating like, of your feelings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was wild. So, yeah. But is it fine? Yeah, what? Yeah. The, the friends? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> even remember. But I remember, I remember speaking to my friends about it and I was like, yeah, my dad said this and I'm never going to say that. And they're like, yeah, they just don't get it. Like, it doesn't no. matter that in five years mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. I'm feeling this now because this is my like well you're, you're yeah, existing in it yeah. and it validates it doesn't it and you're like that's why looking back is so nice because you're like it I've has changed like, I've, like yes someone else told me it was going to change but now I can see mm-hmm. because also even yeah. though someone tells you in five years time it's like they don't really they can't feel what you're feeling because they're not you yeah. Yeah. you're like I'm feeling this like a hundred times more than you would maybe but like someone's going oh I'll be fine it's like but that's how you'd feel but about that, it you... I still might not feel fine about it in five years yeah. and then what what if in five years I'm still not like, okay about what it what if you didn't come out yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And you're reading this diary now as somebody, you, I think, how old were you when you did come out? Like, 16. Yeah, so it's been a long time and like yeah. a lot of changes have happened since then. Oh my God, but, almost 10 years. Yeah. But imagine looking, if you were to look back at those diaries mm. and you hadn't come out. Yeah. And you'd still be feeling all those frustrations, maybe mm. in a different way because you're a lot older. Yeah. But a lot of those feelings would still be totally still with you. Mm. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. I hate the thought of that. I hate the thought of not getting a chance to just, like, be what you want to be. I know, which is where I'm very lucky that I live in a country and I'm surrounded by friends and stuff yes. where, and I'm in a workplace where I am completely allowed to be whoever the hell mm-hmm. I want to be, which is so lucky. Like, like it's, not actually, it's not actually the norm for everybody, is it? No, not at all. No. Yeah, that's really shit. Because mm-hmm. I don't think of it like that either because, obviously, we're in the same workplace. Yeah. And, like have a lot of friends that have all come out like so I just don't I I forget I think to acknowledge that it's not easy like that for everybody Mm -hmm. I think it mostly came to light when they were doing I can't really remember they were doing some sort of sporting event you know actually might be the World Cup in a country that's completely different to here and people are saying like it's all good and well but if I wanted to go I couldn't like it's literally not legal to be me in that country and I was just like oh god yeah Yeah. because you just don't 
yeah, I think we forget that we're very yeah. lucky to definitely be in a place where it is accepted. Yeah. But it's a shame. When, even when you were writing your diary ten years ago, the world was a different place. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like no, it's so completely was, and also you lived in a complete. You grew up in a completely yeah. different place to where you live now. So it's like <laughs> in the suburbs, in the, su- <laughs> in the coast. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So it is like it's. It's almost like you're coming at it from two different perspectives as yeah. well now. Like. You're looking at 15-year-old Harry being like, we're in a whole different place, in a yeah. whole different life here. Mate, it's wild. It's so nice, though. Like, 15-year-old me would be so happy. With your life. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm. But when you're saying, like, 10 years ago is a completely different place, it really, really was. Mm. And, like, the way that I can, like, reflect on that is when I came out to my mum and the media that was around the conversation about gay people or queer people mm-hmm. back then, there was, like, there was a gay farmer in Coronation Street... And that was it. Oh my god! Wow. That that was literally oh it, or it was like Paula Grady, oh, or Alan yeah. Carr. Mm-hmm. That that was all my mum was like aware of. And now we have these amazing programs like It's a Sin, yeah, and things like that. And there are so many more conversations. And the way my mum handled my coming out wasn't very good. And it was because she just she's not a horrible woman. She doesn't have bad thoughts, but she just was didn't know how to deal with it and asked all the wrong questions. And like a lack of education though, because when exactly. you don't, when you don't see anyone anywhere that represents how you feel, yeah. how are people that don't feel like that supposed to gain an understanding? Yeah. I think that's why it's a positive change to see so much. I, I don't think we've come far enough, but I think we've come a long way yeah. to see like stuff like it's a sin where we're talking about, I feel like this whole Alan Carr, like Paul O'Grady stuff, it's like, it's making a character out of someone's sexuality. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not real people, but at the time it was very much like their whole persona was this. Yeah. And it's like, actually, there's a whole life behind that. Yeah. Which now you can mm-hmm. see in the media way more. Yeah, and it was kind of showing examples of like how to respond to someone when they do come out and how they're feeling and stuff. Because it was a few months ago, me and my mum were speaking about something like this on the phone and she didn't, apologise wasn't her words but she said it made her look back on how she reacted when I came out and mm-hmm. she was like I'd do it completely different now because which really like meant a lot because that's yeah. something that I really held on to like when I came out my dad was brilliant and my mum was awful right. and then like but obviously now she like kind of knows my mother and I've got a little niece that lives with my mum and she's called Leah and like one time she was like, oh yeah, I've got a boyfriend. And then she was like, oh, but I've also got a girlfriend. And my mum was there like, that's fine. Like, you do you. Because she's learned. Because she's learned. Mm. Like, that's what you say to a child. You don't say like, but I thought you wanted children. And how, like, do you know what I oh mean? My God. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's just, that is out, out of date. That's yeah. not it the is. way the world is. It's not no. the way that it works. Like, no. And I think it's so shit that you, you, your aspirations don't have to change based on your sexuality. No. Do you know no, what I mean? If you want kids, you go ahead. Yeah. It's not, but it seems to be what people go, especially older people, it seems to be what they go to straight away. It's also, but I think as well, like, and it seems to be a lot dependent on the area you're from, yeah. where you've grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like not socialised in that way. I remember at secondary school, there were people who are, who are very kind of like out and proud now, but at school it was a really huge thing to the point where like, they were so depressed about it. And mm. I remember a couple, having a conversation with a couple of people in our year and they were like, I can't tell anyone this. I can't be who I want to be. No. And it's like, it didn't change who, the, their personality didn't change or anything like that. It was just them saying, this is who I am and I want to be accepted. Yeah. But that we grew up in an area that was so kind of... So unaccepting. Unaccepting. And also really like, like unknowledgeable about all of these topics and all of these subjects. Everyone's figuring themselves out as well. Yeah. Like, I think but it feels still... shameful to those people. And now you look at them and you think like, 
this is how far it's come. Yeah. But it's so sad that it's taken that long. I yeah. do feel like we still live in an area now where, yeah, we've, we've come yeah. a long way, but I think we live in an area where unless you want to meet the right person, get married, have babies, buy yeah. a dog, and a five-bedroom house, you're there's not doing it right. Yeah. Like, there's still that stigma yeah. that that's the correct way to live. Oh, 100%. Do you feel that difference when you go back to Devon? Yeah, so the thing that's really sad is, like, a lot of people, or a lot of my friends that I, like, live with or whatever, or that I've made in London, they get the idea, like, oh, I get to go home, or, oh, it's nice at home. Like, right. go home, it's, like, comfortable, I've got, like, home. Whereas now I feel like whenever I need to go back to Devon, I get more anxious, more uptight. I feel so out of place there. Yeah, not that I want to, I don't want to fit in there because I'm so different to them. And their mindset and the culture and the life down there is so slow, very racist, very homophobic, not a nice place to be. It's just like the opposite of what you sound for. Exactly. And (laughs) as I'm like being myself in London, being with multicultural people and like, it's just, it's like chalk and cheese, honestly. Sure. So it must be hard to like adjust as well. Like you can't just change who you are, like just because no. you're back at home for the weekend. But I, I even like bless my family, but even like they are horrible about it sometimes. Like I'd come home and I'd be wearing my Doc Martens and black trousers, and all they do is rinse me to hell about wearing school trousers. Fine. I'm like, are you? Ch- you're that narrow-minded. And then they're, they're like, oh, yeah, well, mine's all from Primark. I'm like, what am I supposed to say to mm. Okay, I spent 120 quid on a pair of dogs. Like, <laughs> sorry. Sue me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I've got blisters. And they're trying to make me feel bad or make me feel insecure about yeah. caring about my clothes. But then they're, they're like, oh, well, mine all from Primark. Like, well, okay. But yours is a form of expression as well. It's yeah. how we want to present ourselves. Exactly. Like, I would never take... I would never talk about anyone's appearance like no. what but also you work full time in fashion do you know what I mean <laughs> like, it just shows like that insecurity on their side but then also similar to like what you guys are saying back home if you're not if you don't have a house by the age of like 25 and you've not got a serious relationship and you're not straight and you're not like thinking yeah. about kids like it's kind of they're like you don't fit you don't in fit there the mold. which is why I don't live there because I don't want any of those things I'd much rather be up here Living my like <laughs> gay, <laughs> gay, happy. Yeah, in your Doc Martens. <laughs> in my Doc Martens and school trousers. <laughs> Is London like home? Did you feel oh that my when God. you came here? Was yeah. it like a massive, like awakening of like this is my place? It was an instant, like because I moved up to London from when I lived back home in Devon. I had a really tight group of friends, and mm-hmm. I'm still they're still my best friends mm-hmm. now, which is really lovely. Some of them are here. Well, some yeah. of them are in London as well. Exactly, they? So but great. I moved to London. By myself. Mm-hmm. So they weren't here. Like, Phoebe went travelling, Drew went to Birmingham, blah, blah, blah. So I was very alone when I first came here. And I didn't have the best time at uni making friends. Right. Because I went to very... Um, I find that so weird because I feel like you're, you're so the essential. easiest person to yeah. make friends in the whole Yeah, world. I just felt really like a massive outsider because although I can say like, oh yeah, Devon's small minded and stuff like that, I was from a small town. Sure. And a lot of my friends were, in my head, very authentic. Like, we are who we are sort of thing. And I went to a very um, popular arts uni where you get the most creative people in the world. So I went to London College of Fashion and a lot of the people there were, I just thought they were being fake as hell. Like everyone was trying to impress everyone and everyone was trying to be more different. Everyone was trying to be more outrageous. Who's the most arty person in the room? And I was just like, (laughs) it's not that deep. And I just found there was a massive wall between like me and them. And I wasn't going to change for anything really. Um, so you've probably done enough of that as well like yeah. you've probably done enough of the fitting in yeah exactly home, like. so I was lucky enough to like work in retail I made some really good friends there and they're my best friends to this day like they're who I would live with and stuff like that but um, 
yeah, when I first moved to London, like, there was a time where I was on FaceTime to like each of my friends that like weren't in London. I was just crying. I was oh, so miserable. So like sad. being in London by yourself is so miserable because mm. especially at the uni that I went to, there wasn't like a student union. There wasn't like a togetherness. It was very like, oh, okay. you're there to study. You're there to study. You're there to work. And it's London. Like yeah. there's not one club. There's not. So you shouldn't have free time. You should be interning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not about. Super competitive. Yeah. yeah it's like, and you're all, you're in it. You're in the thick of it, which now is great. But yeah, when I first came to London, I knew that it was going to get better, but it was really difficult. But then after that first year, I've just absolutely loved it. <laughs> like, I love it so much. I don't think... Will you ever live anywhere else? I don't think so. I think you might retreat a little bit. Like, I don't think you'll live in literally, like, zone one. Do you live in zone two? I live in zone two. Yeah, so like, <laughs> maybe we'll just go out like, zone I think you might retreat a little bit, but I can't see you. I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm not, like, one of these people that, like, travels a lot either. Like, Do you but, want to? No. Yeah. Like genuinely, it's it's not in me, and all my friends are like that's bizarre. Like I've been to four countries in my life, one of them being Wales. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not joking, but I don't really care. Like I'm yeah, so yeah. happy in London. One of them. No, Wales. he went to Budapest the other day. I was like, how are the bars? But hate it. Yeah, I did. I really did. I was like, I don't get it. Like maybe I'm ignorant, but you are ignorant. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> I don't get it. That's thing. No, yeah. but the thing is as well, that's another, like, it sounds stupid, but that's another thing. A lot of people do love travel. And yeah. it's, yeah. like, on the list for a lot of people, but it's another thing, like, you don't have to like it. You no. don't have to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, but my brother's it feels, He doesn't want to, necessarily. feels quite encouraged to be, like, boy, you don't want to travel. Well, yeah. everyone tells yeah, you that travelling sure. will be the best thing you ever do. But then before uni, yeah, everyone told me saying, uni was the best thing I yeah. ever yeah. do. Was and it, I'm like... Eh? I enjoyed it, but I don't think it was the best thing I and ever did. And people tell you as well, like, that getting married will be the best thing you ever do. And, like, I know, like, three successful ones of those. Yeah. Like, mm. It's not... It's it's different for everyone. It's completely different for everyone. Yeah. I'm also petrified of flying. I need to get over that. I don't Because I actually flying. want to travel, but I'm so scared of flying. I don't yeah. love it. But I don't love... Like, yeah, I can do it, but whenever we're, like, taking off a land and I don't talk yeah, to me. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> I there, am, like, I just I'm don't like, like it. I'm, like, head down. I'm head down. Do you know now, what? when we go on holiday, one of the girls will always book a seat next to me, like, it's the sweetest thing in the world. Mm. But we went on holiday a couple of years ago, and I... We just didn't book seats next to each other. And I sat in between these two poor men that had to sit next to me. And every time the plane did a little bloop, like a dip, I grabbed the man next to me the whole way and he kept trying to sleep. And I was like, oh, oh. And at the end of the flight, I was like, I am so sorry. He was like, it's fine. At one point, he just held my hand because he knew. <laughs> and the girls kept like coming up and down the aisle being like, you okay, Abby? Like everyone was like thumbsing me up. Like some weirdo just sat in the middle in of the seat. In between the two ribs. Awful. Oh, Do you know what? Like, I'm not 100% confident. But the thing that makes me sane about it, like, my mum was an air hostess for 10 years. Yeah, like every day, every week for ten years, and she only experienced five scenarios. Not crashes. <laughs> that, that's nothing for me. That's one every two years when she was flying every week. What scenario? Well, there's five. One of them, the scariest one, actually. I don't know if I want to know. Do not. Do the listeners want to know? Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Do not. I? <laughs> <laughs> there was high winds. And they were at Heathrow and they couldn't land. They couldn't get the plane down oh my because it was too windy. But they were running out of fuel because they were obviously just like circling Heathrow. And you can only attempt to land three times. You have to go somewhere else. But um, they couldn't land because it was too windy. And then eventually they ended up landing on the third attempt on the grass. So they didn't land on the runway. They landed on the grass. But my mum said like people were writing letters to like their families and stuff because they thought they were going to die. 
I have this terrible but thing though, when I get times anxious in 10 years. and scared, my hands stop working, so I'd be able to write no letters, a voice note. <laughs> voice note. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you listen to a bat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1.5 speed, just to make sure I got it all in. <laughs> but yeah, that, like, I actually find that really reassuring, because five times... I, yeah. Five times in 10 years, when she's doing this every single week, yeah, yeah. some days she Did do, it scare her? Well, I guess not enough to stop the job. No. Uh, well, I think after that one, she stopped really soon after that. Oh, uh, okay. But she wanted to have kids, and yeah, what a wonderful exactly. idea that was. What a wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah, no, and also, the bowl of jelly. Have you seen that? Have you, did you hear about this on The Times? No. So, there was this video <laughs> that came up, because, like, no plane crashes ever happened from turbulence, which is the thing that I think everyone's scared of, is, like, turbulence, yeah, or yeah. just, like, falling out of the sky. But apparently, it's through science, you can't just fall out of the sky, it turns out. So... Harry would know, because he's a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Fuck you>. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you put, like, a... Like we are essentially when we're up in the sky a bowl of jelly because the wind's coming from below, above and side to side and so you can't fly the sky. So turbulence are just like this yeah. but you're in a, technically you're like in a bowl of jelly like in a ball of wind Yeah. so like there's no way that anything bad will happen. So, Harry. Hello. What would you tell your younger <laughs> self? What, what would you tell your younger self? Oh my God, that's such a big question. Like the guy that wrote the diaries. Yeah. Do you know what I mean that you've read like now you're 25? It what gets better. <laughs> it like... gets better. It's not that deep. It's not serious. It's not that it's not serious. serious. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna have loads of friends that love you, and you're gonna love your friends like loads. You, you're it is you're fine. You're honestly fine. Like feel what you're feeling, and like mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. But just know it will get better, even though everyone's telling you it'll get better. But like you need to know yourself. From, from older you, like it will get better. <laughs> yeah. It'll make me cry. I love that. But I feel, like, I mo- I feel like most kids would say that. No? Oh my God, regardless, yeah. Because no matter who you are, like when you're 15, 16, the world is falling apart at every like, mm. instance. Yeah. I remember thinking that like people aren't going to like me. Do you know I mean? I remember thinking, feeling not that liked at school and thinking like people aren't going to like me. Just so my, happened, like, my you life. were so liked at school. It's mad that I you feel that way. I yeah, because I remember thinking... I would like, like, I liked the fact that I was your best friend because so many people liked you as well. Because I was a bit of like, a, I was just a bit quirky. I was a bit odd. Oh, you were quirky. <laughs> <laughs> Bring her back. I'm the less quirky thing. Bring her back. <laughs> but like, Megan seemed to like make friends in all different places, and like, I kind of did too. But we were very opposite with who we would kind of become external friends with. Yeah. And I always wanted, like, I liked the fact, like, you were friends quite a lot with popular kids, and I was like, I want to talk to them, but I didn't really know how to. It's so funny because like, I, I feel like you were really liked at school. That's so odd. But I don't know if anyone feels. I think when you're that so young, insecure, you're so yeah, that's so true. It's yeah. hard to know if you feel like even if like the popular kids that I thought, oh, I want to be just like you, <laughs> I want to be like that. They probably felt the same way. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're also insecure teenagers. Yeah, yeah. because it's, you're just so judged at school. Yeah. yeah, like it's such a minefield and like. I'm blind. Working, I've worked in primary schools and secondary schools. It doesn't matter. Like, the playground is a hideous place. Oh, mm. honestly. Like, they're so fucking mean to each other. It's awful. And I'm like, it sets none of us up for success no. at this point. Like, and it's we so all have weird, to like... spend our 20s figuring that out or our late teens and being like, okay, now I do like myself. And like, actually, I, this isn't so bad. And I like this. And it doesn't matter I think if no that's one else does. Like, the most groundbreaking thing that happens in, in, maybe it doesn't happen to everyone, but. Mm. 
the most groundbreaking thing that I feel like happened in my 20s mm-hmm. was that when I, like, when I stepped back and looked at my life, I liked it. Mm. Yeah. But I didn't think, I didn't think I did. I didn't know I did. Do you know what I mean? Until I literally was like, actually, I love the people that I see every day at work. Yeah. I love the people mm-hmm. I spend my free time with. Great relationship with my family. Like, and don't get me wrong, none of the things, none of those things are 100% perfect. But it's like, when you realise that you're not that bad... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you spend your whole teenage years beating yourself up yeah. mm-hmm. and then you realise you're not like that. People do like you. Mm. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't think that was going to happen. I'm definitely like the most comfortable I've ever been with myself now. Yeah, same. Sense. I think that but, comes a time though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and age? I hope I can, People like, say that that gets better. This is what I'm saying. But I really hope that it does and that it doesn't at some point have a regression in that sense. And I, I think there are, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, I'm having a fat day, I'm having this. Like, I hate this, I hate that. Like, mm. nothing feels good, nothing feels right. I have no idea what direction I'm going in. And then the next day you wake up, you're like, oh, hold on, it's not that serious. Like, it? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm Do you just think, over like, and sad. It's so weird. <laughs> that was not a dig. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, over and sad yesterday. <laughs> but isn't it so weird how, like, you could have the exact same life twice, right? And it just depends on how you decide to look at it that day. Or how good word? or bad your life is. What's that yeah. word about when things happen? S- serendipity. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. When things know. happen, like, if one moment was different, the whole, your whole oh life Oh my God, don't, because that stresses me out. But no, so oh, I keep eating that air freshener. <coughs> if, um, <laughs> that is strong. If, like, if you lived your life twice, you could change one tiny thing or be in a different place at two minutes later than you were mm. there the first time. And it would literally change the entire course of your life. It's mental. That, that, yeah. that scares me, because then I'm like, am I in the right place at the right time at the minute? Like, yeah. What you feel good? You feel you feel yeah. the happiest you've ever felt at this point in your life. Yeah. I'm saying that for you, dude. Thank you. <laughs> do you feel the happiest? Me and Harry do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so I think then you know you're on the right path. We could all like we said this before. Like I feel like I don't know if there's a the one. Like I would love the idea of it. Yeah. As in I an individual. Could, yeah. Like I feel person. like there could be a few people in life that you'd meet that you think, well, I could have done life with that person. Do you guys have anything that, like, looking back, you'd be like, oh, if I could change one thing? Ignoring, like, the whole serendipity, like, this will change the like, yeah. course of everything. But is there, like, any key moments or things that you're like, I wish I could have done that differently, or I wish I didn't do that, or I wish I did this, like... I wish I'd have been less worried about what other people thought. Like, I didn't mm. do certain auditions because I was worried, I was nervous about not getting it, or mm. I didn't, like, put myself out there. And it, it, this is such a silly thing to remember because it is so silly, like, trivial... But I remember being at uni one time and we had, it was my first year and I was really like, didn't want to put my hand up, didn't want to give an answer in case it was wrong or whatever yeah. bollocks I was thinking at the time. And this one night beforehand, it was like the first big seminar we'd had and the lecturer had given us questions to answer. And one of the girls had made a group chat on Facebook and everyone was typing in like what they were researching, what they were talking about. And I'd given my answer to one of the questions and no one else had given that same answer and I was like, oh shit. Like, I need to put this answer in just to make sure that, like, it's right. I was so yeah. worried about being wrong. Got in the next day, the lecturer asked the question, and this person put her hand up and gave my answer. And I was like, bitch, fuck. <laughs> but I equally was like, why didn't I just do... Why was I not confident enough in what yeah. I was saying? To just... If I was wrong, who cares? Yeah. But he went, oh, really good answer, really like that. And I was like, that should have been my moment. And this person ended up being a student who was very liked by lecturers and was very much like put forward for great things and got great grades and people wanted to listen to her, people wanted to give her time. And not that I was necessarily not that, but I didn't think I, I didn't feel that way about my time at uni. And I look back now and I'm like, because of a lack of confidence, just yeah. in 
my brain and my research and what I was thinking meant that it could like that day could have changed the rest of my uni career but mm. it might not have but it just felt it's the idea so that it could have yeah and I look back now and I'm like what was I so nervous about like why was I so worried to just say what I thought yeah like, give my opinion and if it was different to someone else's great that's a great thing to be you don't have to fit the mold you don't have to fit what other people are thinking or saying and mm-hmm. not everybody's going to try and make you look stupid I no. think that's like way more prominent in work like they'll explain why it's not fitting rather than yeah. be like Oh, I can't believe you thought that. Yeah. Do you have any? What, what's the question? Like, any key moments or anything that you look back and you're like, oh, I wish I did that different, or I wish... Not I wish, but if I had the chance to change something. Do you know what? Probably not. Probably... I, I think generally, like, not a specific moment, but I think generally, yeah, I would... I would like to have worried less about people liking me, but I still have that. So, yeah. like, I'm still, I can still work mm. on that. But like, yeah. Like, I feel like it's more, like, I'm more, had a really interesting conversation with one of the girls the other day about, like, I will prioritise somebody getting a good vibe from me over anything else. Like, I, my worst nightmare is from meeting someone for them to walk away and think that I'm, like, not kind or Mm. not nice or not funny. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm like, if I'm not nice, I'm not funny, like, what am I? Whereas she was like, I would like, she would be more offended if somebody had something to say about her appearance. Right. Which I think is like they're both detrimental in their own way. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say For one's. Sure. It's it's not good. It's not healthy to want everyone to find you hilarious either. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not a normal trait. That's the same as wanting everyone to think you're beautiful mm. in a different way. But I think like I've always been like that. So I think it's probably less something I wish I could change looking back, and yeah. more something that if I wanted to, I could probably work on it right yeah. now. I think it's evolved though because I remember when I was younger, worrying. I never used to. I don't remember worrying about what people... I do... I think I was a people pleaser and I worried about what people thought of me. But because I was a people pleaser, maybe didn't think about it as much. Like, I was more worried about looking a certain way. Yeah. And I never did, which was the wonderful <laughs> part of my teenage years. <laughs> never did. <laughs> Made many a faux pas uh-huh. with my appearance. But I remember it being, like, a really big thing. I wanted to the look trainers. like the girls. Oh, yeah. Abby had fitness trainers. You know, the ones that curved. That the ones like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Abby will then yeah, I just never quite got it right. Like, I was that kid. Like, I tried so hard and I would just never quite get it. And I think, like, I worried so much about or wanted so much to look like the girls that I thought were perfect. Mm. Whereas now, as an adult, I worry more about what people think about who I am. I don't really yeah. care if someone doesn't like the way I look. I feel literally, if you can't, I can't change it. So I hate the idea of somebody thinking much. I'm not nice. No, but I really also do want to have a glow up. I want to have a glow oh, up. Really yeah. I'm not completely over it, don't get me wrong. No, I have every Sunday. Oh, tonight on the <laughs> <laughs> My diaries when I was 18 used to literally be me on a Sunday night crying for a few. Oh. Yeah, uni, sat yeah. in uni bed, like, my whole life is over. And I used to furiously type away all these things. It was always on a Sunday. I was always hungover. Abby oh, wants yeah. to be more like Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts, but not a prostitute. Yeah. The lines I wrote, serious, <laughs> crying at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, babes. Megan was like, Abby, what? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> That was my favourite entry. <laughs> I want to be more like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, but not a prostitute. Yeah, like, what do you want about I don't know what, how, what, how profound I thought that sentence was at the time, but I thought someone finds this and reads this. Hilarious. This will be huge. <laughs> right, I have one more question. Go for it. I've decided this. I told you this the other day, and I need to know what one Harry is. I think I know. So I've decided there's two types of people in the world. Right, you really think you know? I, I think I know what okay. you are. 
So there's two types of people in the world. This is an epiphany I've had, which makes no sense and doesn't matter at all. Can I just ask, how did you actually discover that you had made this really conclusive test? <sighs> because did I... Did you hear it from the Times? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I was walking to work using maps and I oh, had right. this like flashback of my cousin saying the opposite to what I was doing. And I was like, shit, this is like, there's a divide here. Don't like, what is her. <laughs> so, you know when you're following maps, walking on, with maps yeah. to a destination? Yeah, yeah. And it will give you like... I gonna... do that all the time. Yeah, like literally daily. My sense direction is horrible. <laughs> oh, so is mine. No, awful. And Harry walks the same way to work every day and probably still uses maps. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it says like, okay, you're going to be there in 20 minutes. Yeah. So what I've realised is there's two types of people. One type of person looks at it and is like, challenge accepted. I'm going to be there at 80, maybe even 15, right? I look at it, double it, and add five minutes. And I'm like, that's when I'll be there. Like, if you were going to meet a friend and they were like, what time will you be here? You're walking to maps. And it says 20 minutes. Would you say I will you be, think, be I'll 20 be there minutes. in half an hour? Oh, oh my God, you're oh, the you're third time. time. I'm usually on time, yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, no, I'm, never, I'm definitely not early. <laughs> I'm not going to be early. I might be a little bit late, but I'm quite a slow walker. Oh so I think Max is perfect for me. What, you think I'd be quicker? I thought you'd be the quick one, yeah. Oh my God. You strike me as a slow walker, no. Oh, I, I am. My friends hate <laughs> me for it. Like genuinely, me, Tracy and Hannah, Tracy's like, she's tiny. Like legs probably half the size of mine. She's like miles ahead of me. I'm like, slow down. Yeah, like, there's no rush. Like I hate it when people run walk. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no rush. Yeah. Alice and Tilly march to everywhere. I don't get and it. And me and Megan are literally, and it's not for a lack of not wanting to keep up. Physically can't. Like, my yeah. tiny little legs are not getting, they are just miles ahead. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't feel like you're enjoying that. No, walking with purpose. And if I walked with purpose too much, don't think we're having a conversation. I'm out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, I am, yeah. breath is gone. Yeah, I'm quite lazy because I'm a very slow walker and I also like, if I need a wee, I sit down. Just to sit Every down. single time you sit down. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Do you mean you sit down on the toilet? Yeah. I thought you meant like, I need a wheelchair to sit down. <laughs> 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 Is that what? <laughs> yeah, so... Mate. Do you sit down where? Yeah, I just... Oh, I never sit. I At all this. times. Like, do you ever stand up and wait? So, I noticed that when... So, my flatmate Tracy, she's been on holiday for like the past, like, month... Mm. I wee standing up a lot more when she's not in a flat. But That's I don't, so weird. I don't, I don't understand the correlation. I'm not shy, but like, but I do like sitting down and having a wee like that. So I'm like a slow walker. Like I'm just, we... if there's a chance for me to relax, I'm relaxed. Do, do you think yeah. more guys that sit down weirds than they like to let on? No. Oh, you don't. No, I think I might just be a bit weird. In public, in public, we sit down with a stand up wee. Stand urinal up. or the yeah. toilet. Okay, so I'm getting a lot better with urinal. Okay. I used to have massive stage fright. Did but, you? I think it's an awful thing for it's male toilets to horrible. be that you have Especially they've designed that you stand up and look at each other weak. And do you know what? As soon as anyone else comes in the toilet and I'm pissing, I'm like, they know I'm gay. They think I'm looking at their dick. <laughs> well, not back of me, but maybe. But I'm honestly, it's really like it's ingrained in there. And they're like, oh my god, something's gonna happen. Yeah. As soon as they walk in, they know. As soon as someone gay. else is there, I'm like, they know I'm gay. <laughs> Have that ever happened? They can sense it. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the funniest thing. Oh. And then what I do, and it's so dumb. So when I went to Glastonbury a few years ago, you don't have the option to pee all the time. It's like if there's a urinal, you need to make sure you can yeah. Yeah. get rid and go to watch get some music. Rude. So I was like, right, I, there are toilets there, Harry. You need to make sure you can wee. Yeah. And I remember being stood there at the urinal, thinking. Harry, you really need to fucking wee now. <laughs> if you don't, your friends are going to be annoyed. You're going to miss the next act. Like, you need to make sure you can wee. 
and I weed and I'm so happy. And now whenever I go <laughs> to the so court, happy. and whenever I go to your rhino and I can't wee, I like think, Harry, imagine you're at Glastonbury and, and you've you got need, this pressure, you need to go to the toilet. To and it works every time. Oh my god. Like genuinely, I just cut myself that. back in Glastonbury and being like, remember how you, you needed to, to go? Yeah, yeah. Just do that again. Festivals are terrible for that though. Like there are toilets, but they're Sorry, so that really lowered the mood of this podcast. <laughs> no, it's so fine. <laughs> remember I'm when so you glad to that you found a way to wee now. Thank you. Stage it's not an issue anymore. No, I just imagine my Glastonbury. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> that might help so many people. You're welcome. You're welcome. I feel, I feel refreshed. Yeah, it's been great. What a wholesome Sunday. What a wholesome Sunday. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the Thank podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We've had blast with you yeah I'm best time. all this way I know an hour guys on the central <laughs> line an hour. yeah but it's okay I'm terrible at trains I, that's why I have to do it every time we go for a drink it, two minutes away from his house I really yeah. yeah he's like bye <laughs> so I was like you're coming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right it's been fun it has been fun over and out bye bye, bye. bye.